Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every day for just about 13 minutes. Short time, but that gets us in God's Word, keeps us in God's Word, and thereby helps helps us develop and maintain a more spiritual mindset and outlook to be able to deal with life every day. And it also helps keep us in touch with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and our Heavenly Father, God himself. Being in God's Word every day also helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow stronger in our faith, since faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. You know people in your life, probably some within your own family, in fact, who need to get into God's Word because they need to get back in touch with God, with their Savior. They need to be thinking about their soul's salvation. Help them to do exactly that by sharing these short studies with them every day. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, and maybe other technological technological means as well. But make that commitment and start sharing with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can every day. You may help somebody turn their life around and get to heaven by having gotten them into God's word through sharing these short studies with them. What a great blessing that will be for them but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make up your mind and start sharing today. We're talking about a very pertinent understanding as to salvation and our relationship with God and Christ, and that is the church. We've asked the question, do you think it's necessary to be a member of the church, of the Lord's church, in order to be saved? Do you think church membership is, is, is essential? Is it necessary? Does it matter whether or not you're a member of the church? Well, the answer already, as we have seen, is a resounding yes. And that one basic scripture that is cut and dried, that ought to answer the question for everybody without even having them to have to think very hard, is Acts 2 and verse 47. The Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. (laughs) That says it, doesn't it? Black and white, clear, straightforward, easy to understand. There is no salvation outside of the church. All of those who are truly saved, the Lord has added to his church. Not just some church, to his church. It's not a matter of thinking, well, I'm just going to live a quote-unquote good life. We talked about a man who appeared to be a good man, a man named Cornelius in Acts chapter 10, who believed in God, feared God, prayed to God always, gave alms to the poor. He was probably respected by the people around him. He, I think we're to understand, led his household to believe in God but he was outside of Christ. He was not saved because God, through the Holy Spirit, sent the apostle Peter to go to Cornelius's home and teach all of them the gospel of Christ. And when they, were, when they understood that gospel message, they were baptized into Christ. Acts chapter 10 and verse 48. Now, baptized into Christ? Yep. As we saw, Romans chapter 6 and verse 3, Galatians 3 and verse 27 tell us that that's how we get into Christ. 
That's how we get into Christ. Church membership, essential? Absolutely. Necessary for our salvation? Absolutely. No question about it. No saved outside of the church. And all of the saved are in the church. The church, you see, is essential. It is the body of Christ. Do you want to be in Christ? Well, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Of course. Then you must be in his church. Because, you see, his church is his body. Remember that Jesus said in John 14 and verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, nor is there salvation in any other, speaking of Christ. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved, only through Christ. When the Apostle Paul was writing the letter to the congregation at Ephesus, in chapter 1, verses 22 and 23, notice how he identified the, the, the church. He said, and God, speaking of God, he put all things under his feet, that is, God put all things under Christ's feet, and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The church is the body of Christ. The body of Christ. He brought that out again in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 18. And he, that is Christ, is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. And then again in verse 24, I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church. Oh, my. The church is personally and directly identified as the body of Christ. Now, you see, how can anybody understand that? How can anybody read that and then say, ah, the church isn't really necessary. I don't really need to be a part of the church. You better be a part of the church if you want to be in heaven for all of eternity. And it's interesting in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, I'm sorry, chapter 12, and, and uh, verse, verse 12, the apostle Paul wrote this, for as the body is one and has many members, but all members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. The church is his body. For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, the body of Christ. Now you see, again, why did Cornelius and his household need to be baptized? They needed to, be, they needed to come into Christ. Romans 6 and verse 3, Galatians 3 and verse 27, baptism is how we come into Christ. And coming into Christ is being baptized into his body as well, which is the church. The church is the body of Christ. Christ's body is the church from a spiritual perspective. Yes, salvation is, no wonder the Lord adds those who come to salvation through him into his body, the church. 
because his church is his body. How could anybody read these passages of Scripture? How could anybody, even in a just a casual way, read them and think, I don't need to be a member of the church. If I want to be a member of Christ, if I want to be in Christ, I've got to be a member of his body, the church. I've got to be in his church because that's where the saved are. To be in his body is to be in the church, his church. And one must be in the church, his church, to be in him, in Christ. We look a little further in Ephesians chapter 5, chapter 5. We look at beginning with verse 23. And notice, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, referring to baptism, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. The relationship of the church, and who is the church? What is the church? It's the Christians the true Christians, those who are the saved in Christ, they are his church, his body. He adds them thereto. And Paul uses this very personal kind of illustrative language comparing the relationship, the marriage relationship of a husband and wife from a physical perspective to the spiritual marriage or relationship of the church to Christ, the Savior, to those who have come to salvation and whom he has added to his body, the church, their relationship with him is that loving relationship that ought to be there between a husband and wife. Jesus died for the church. Now, anything that was so important as to require the death of the Savior is infinitely important and is nothing to be turned away from saying, I don't really need to be a member of the church. Yes, you do if you want to be in heaven with the head of the church, Jesus Christ himself, for all of eternity. The church was where God put every person he saved. The world is under condemnation, John chapter 12 and verse 31, 1 John chapter 5 and verse 19. So he transfers a saved person from the world, which is under condemnation, to the kingdom of his son, Jesus Christ, which is the church, a place of no condemnation. Romans 8 and verse 1. There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. In Christ, in his church, 
which is his body. Remission of sins and membership occur as a penitent believer is baptized into Christ, baptized into his body, the church. At that point, the blood that Jesus shed on the cross cleanses him of the guilt of his sins, and he becomes a new creation in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. Having been born again spiritually, John 3 and verses 3 through 5. We'll go a little bit further in understanding, yes, you need to be a member of the Lord's church. Hands down, no question, if you want to be with the Lord in heaven for eternity. Let's pray. Father, help us to open our eyes and see the importance of your church. The church you sent your son to establish on this earth and that it is truly his body. And that's where we want to be because we want to be saved in him. Help people see, Father, and help us to appreciate your church. Please forgive us, we pray, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.